Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Take the Black Live, one of maybe two or three shows on the internet that dare talk about things like TV, movies, space lasers, and dragons. I am Dan Selke, the editor of WinnersComing.net, here with Daniel Roman, the other editor of WinnersComing.net, and we are happy to be here on Wednesday at 4 to entertain and edify you. Daniel, how are you doing? I am doing splendidly. How are you, Dan? Pretty good. I mean, I'm going to say A minus because, I mean, it's getting warmer here in Chicago and there's lots of stuff to talk about. Even stuff we didn't have time to plan for because it came out like literally three seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah. We got news literally as we were starting up the show. So the the fantasy sci-fi news cycle never sleeps. Never stops. Never rests. Um, It's that I I, I guess we can get to it. If anyone's curious, feel free to ask. Sure. Because there's quite a bit always going on. And Daniel, what are we talking about today? And thanks everybody who's watching. Hi, feel free to comment, question, query, and so forth. And we would love to interact with you in a um, uh, 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 interactive kind of way. Yeah, in a measured fashion. Thank, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, so I the big thing that we were going to talk about today is the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power posters, because those came out since we were last in this uh, fantastic discussion group about sci-fi fantasy stuff. And there are a lot of them, the, these hands of power. So have, have you seen power. these, Dan? Of course I've seen them. What kind of question is that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Lord I, of the I Rings. Know. It the- was a leading question. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings <laughs> of Power, big old Amazon Lord of the Rings show. Yeah, they released like 23 posters or something. For yeah. the show, it's not going to be coming out until um, September. So they're really getting that ahead of it. And they're pretty curious um, that they've chosen to go all hands on deck, if you will, for <laughs> a series of uh, posters that are just people's hands. What do you think of that, Daniel? Um, you know, I think it was a choice that, that <laughs> someone like made. I, I don't dislike it. You know, I think in terms of. I don't want to say subtle. It's not the most subtle thing, but it feels like a nice kind of subtle way to introduce the the hype train for the show. I feel like they've been doing really good at like meeting out tiny little things to get excited about. So the hands are intriguing. They've kept the cast itself pretty close yes. to their chest. Like, like we know some of the actors, but so far as I know, they haven't really announced any roles officially. That's true. Yeah. But I'm like, this person is, oh, no. I mean, we know that the one woman is playing Galadriel. I know that, but um, yes. I don't remember if that was like a leak or if it was official. I, yeah, I, I don't know if they, maybe they announced that around the, um, the title reveal because she's narrating it, right? That's her. Well, we don't know that. They've been very, they've been very oh. stingy. Are some of these yeah. hands hers? Maybe. And hey, Julie. <laughs> Yeah, so I've seen people speculating about some of the characters. Obviously, that I, I assume that's kind of what they were hoping for, right? To release sure. this many hands. Um, we've got, what, what 46 hands uh, 46 across hands. these 23 posters, give or take. 23 people. Um, so, yeah, so they clearly wanted to get us talking about who some of these characters are. Uh, there's one pretty cool one that's, you know, on the surface, it's easy to say, is that Sauron? Is that the Witch King? That that mm-hmm. black armored one, 
I read a pretty cool theory about that one, though, that it is it's neither of those because Sauron is still, you know, he's a stud still at this point in time. <laughs> he doesn't look all, he's like all gnarly or anything. Yeah. He still has a, a very attractive. These are Tolkien's words, not mine. A very attractive humanoid aspect at this point in time. So I've seen speculation that this is a character named Adar, um, who is apparently an elf that gets twisted to... Uh, I almost said the dark side uh, to, to evil and leads a bunch of orcs. And the speculation I've seen is that that is going to be played by Joseph Molly. Who's been, was Benjamin Stark on game of Thrones. Again, this isn't official, um, but it's it's an intriguing theory. I mean, it's so specific. I have to wonder where are they getting this speculation? Because I've heard nothing like this, definitely not official stuff. It's like, how do you guess into that particular? Yeah. So I, I watched a podcast of, of this like Lord of the Rings fan group called Fellowship of Fans, and they talked about how there had been a leak apparently that Joseph Molly was shooting with a bunch of orcs. He was playing an elf character, shooting with a bunch of orcs, and they oh, were looking up to okay. him like a father figure. And, and the father figure was in quotes. And apparently Adar, me, he's a character from the books, presumably. Um, mm. I'm not super mm. tight on my Silmarillion knowledge, but uh, apparently that means father in Elvish. So it, it, yeah, it's a very, uh, you know, I don't want to say nitpicky, but it feels like a conspiracy theory, even if there's some yeah. seemingly solid evidence, seemingly solid. Everything involved in this feels like a conspiracy theory. That's basically what we are. We're, we're yeah. a responsible <laughs> non-harmful conspiracy podcast about conspiracies don't that don't matter which is um is where is where conspiracy yeah. should stay um yeah it could be cool i mean i like the art it definitely looks sauron-ish i'm impressed by fans who are gonna ferret this stuff out i mean an elf who leads orcs just as someone who has some someone really in twice that doesn't really seem like it tracks to me but i'm looking forward to them bastardizing tolkien's vision <laughs> nice wasn't there isn't there something where like orcs were made from elves that were twisted isn't yes, there something like that in that the mythos? Yeah, there is but that's like that's orcs it, it's like as far as i know and i, I mean if there are any lord of the rings super fans watching i could be wrong because this myth this myth goes deep that yeah you can turn them into orcs but there's no elf there's no elf who works for morgoth there's no elf who works for sauron they're i see kind of got it incorruptible the they can be turned into monstrosities, but they can't like be turned exactly. Although they can kill each other. That's the first stage, though. Ooh, look how much stuff I know. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. So we don't have evil elves. You're either they might, an orc. They could do it. That's true. That's true. I mean, the, the show's going to do what it wants. And I doubt they're going to get an actor, you know, again, this is supposedly like Joseph Molly and put him under so much prosthetics that we can't tell it's him. Just like add the ears that the, they paid the Tolkien yeah. estate a hundred million dollars. They can do whatever they want. That, that is true. That, and that is, that is what they're doing. So, and dark did you, elf sounds pretty cool. So yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So you've read the Silmarillion not once, twice. but twice, right? Twice. Yeah. So, who are some of the the major players we need to look out for in this show? Like we we know very little, but like we know there are some some big names that are around in the second age. Who who should we know about? Yeah, but I can't say their names from the top of my head. Um, we got we <laughs> okay, got Gilgalad, Gilgalad, high king. I guess I can't. Gilgalad, high king of the Noldor, who is uh the uh, exile elves who voluntarily left him on all that time ago and killed some other elves on their way to middle earth so he's he's like okay he's 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 he didn't put us with that though he, he was he was born in middle earth i think i think uh there's galadriel of course is hanging around uh there's the no the the uh, numenorian people who do have names but i forget some of them the alpharazon that's the one that's the big one that's the king yeah. who um ends up sailing west and sinking his civilization along with him oh yeah after sauron whispers a grima worm tongue like into his ear Sweet nothing yep. wickedness. Yeah. So he's one that I'm in, I'm excited to see what they do with him. So he's one of the sure. few people I do remember from uh what I've read of the Silmarillion. It, like I'll I'll be straight. I haven't read the whole thing, but I read at least the Very second close. age chunk and it, sure and a decent part of the rest of it. 
So our Farzan, he Numenor has the strong Atlantis vibe where it's like a city Mm -hmm. that is in the middle of the ocean. That's very advanced. And they get basically sunk by their own hubris hubris and and it's kind of very Greek. So he's, he's kind of the one who succumbs. And on the flip side, uh, we've got a seal door who gets a real bad rap from Lord of the Rings, but he's kind of heroic throughout all these events. Mm Mm-hmm. Because even the uh, noble-hearted could be corrupted by the dark call of the id, or whatever the ring represents, or the yeah. human fall. It's all very biblical. Uh, but yeah, it's still yes, escapes. Totally. I mean, like again, it, it's hard to know what they're going to compress it in. What other hands do we got to look at? Whenever we can talk about anything. Uh, well, we've got a hand that looks like it's probably a Rohan era, like Rohan early hand. Rohan. I mean, I can't think of what else a horse pommel, you know, that's so specific that that's got to be related to like the rise of Rohan, which I think we do get to see in the second age. I I don't quite remember. I think so. It sounds about right. Or like really, yeah, probably at some point. Yeah. I think a lot of like the big civilizations that we know from Lord of the Rings, we get to see, get their start in the second age. Maybe some of them are late in the first, but like, so Elrond, is building Rivendell. Yes. Um, so th- that's the thing. And then there's Rohan and Gondor is also a thing that is being built during this right. time period. Um, so yeah, you know, presumably like a, there's like another Minas Tirith. It's totally different than the city we know from Lord of the Rings. It's like another civilization Ooh. built in the first age. It was so confusing. I'm trying to wiki this stuff. Like not only do you make this mythology that's like thousands of years deep, with the name things the same thing. Why? It's, it's making it very hard for me. <laughs> That's realistic, right? That's like the George R. R. Martin method. There are I elves. Want, you know, 10 characters named Robert because that's the way history works. <laughs> exactly. um, yeah, so so we've got that one. Uh, I, I labeled this one Dirty <laughs> Apple Hands. So yeah, we, we've got this one. It's given off some Smeagol vibes, even though, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm sure it's... Uh, Maybe they're not totally smeagling out, but they, they kind of had the gauge. You can tell a lot about the class or the station of some of these characters by the filth level on their hands, which I found kind of funny because there are some immaculate hands and quite a few hands with yes. like dirt under their fingernails and stuff. Um, really, so yeah, really presumably, hands, yeah. The, yeah. And, and that one's got kind of a, uh, I don't want to say a threadbare shirt, but, but it's, you know, there's some pretty tattered clothes. So I, I don't know who that could be, but the next one we have, like, like again, the, it kind of like gives me biblical, like with the apple and the serpent and everything. Maybe they're, yeah. what if they go whole hog into the religious allegory? That would be bold. No one expect that from him to do that. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to like, that'd be pretty Tolkien though. He, like he, Tolkien was a bit subtler when it came to biblical stuff. Like his friend C.S. Was. Lewis was like the lion is God or Jesus or whatever. But Tolkien was a bit, a bit more, like not secular is the wrong word, but uh, less on the nose about it. Um, totally. I am looking forward to like teeming masses of grubby, dirty peasants, like kind of yearning to break free. I think we'll see some of that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see there being a harder class stratification maybe with with some of these civilizations, especially Numenor. You know, sure. Numenorians Ooh. compared to regular Middle Earth humans or yeah, right. Because because humans went and lived on Middle Earth, and and they kind of became their own culture. They lost the uh, yeah. the long livedness of the Numenorians, who are that's like Aragorn's they bloodline. They it. live for oh, they yeah, never like, had it. Yeah, like so. Okay. By the way, Julie, um, thanks for commenting. Apparently, uh, I, 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 yeah, we, we definitely know you're joking. That'd be fun. That Snow White. For some reason we can't see your comments in Facebook, but we got this other thing going up. So keep coming away and we will keep getting back to you. But no, okay, this is so important that I tell you this, Daniel. Okay. The Numenorians okay, spring from the Edain who helped out, who helped fight Morgoth in the first stage. And then okay. someone, I don't even know who, like gave them long life and Numenor. But there are other humans who were already there. They all have normal human lives. I see. I see. So they missed the boat. They missed the boat. They didn't help. If they had helped, they'd be, they, they, didn't they, help. they would live for 400 years too they didn't help gotcha gotcha or, or so the there's morgoth. a moral there i'm not gonna award you what's that <laughs> i said so there's a moral there that, that yeah, Tolkien is getting across if there's help an out. evil dark lord be... threatening to cover the world in darkness help out and then you get to live 400 yeah. years yeah. that's the moral maybe maybe do your part and uh you'll be around longer um yeah so speaking of <laughs> of uh people who are around a while 
Uh, the next set of hands we've got is our hands. dwarf hands. They they seem pretty clearly to be dwarf hands. There's a, a hammer there. Oh, um, yeah. With, got that. I'm going to assume some some dwarvish or elvish on it. Um, but the, the real tell is that nice braided beard coming down the back. Braided beard. I think that gives it away. Yeah, we got to have um, some dwarves. Yeah, I, I've seen speculation this guy might be Durin, um, who I recognize the name. Right. I don't really remember what what Durin got up to. I have a feeling he probably built some stuff. I'm going to go ahead and say, oh, I could be wrong, though, that he built Moria. I, I, I know the second age is when oh. the dwarves delved out Moria and were hanging out there. And it was like a big yeah. uh, happening place before it got all yeah. wrecked, gross and dour and yucky. Um, <laughs> yeah. Before they hit wherever the Balrog was sleeping, right? Because the Balrogs were exactly. around at the end of the first stage. And then greedily, ran away and yeah. hid. Yes. Um, and I know that in the second age, the elves and the dwarves were kind of friendly. They had, they had, like, a, they had like a kinship going yeah. on. So that could be fun. Yeah. Uh, what oh, was wasn't it? there that they, horrible they had elf that, dwarf that romance in the Hobbit movies? Ugh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's, that's the only more reaction I've got for that is, ugh. More, well, ho- more of that, but better, hopefully. Yeah. I, I, was, I, I, I wasn't a fan. I'm cynical, I guess. I, 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 I'm assuming they're going to mess this up. But um, what's, <laughs> what, what's, what's the next hands? Okay, next it, we've got only two more hands to look at. The next one, hands, uh, hands holding a, a notebook that looks Ooh, nicely. Hands. Yeah, notebook hands. That it's nicely designed. It's got some nice embossing on it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess this is either a like a Numenorean noble of some kind or maybe an elf yeah we gotta have some elves in there right i mean who else wears yeah that rope around their uh bust i have no idea but i won't but i bet they can sell the book um for a merchandise on amazon <laughs> yeah yep the, this is actually just an ad this this isn't even for the rings <laughs> of power uh okay when, um, so the last arwen, hands... okay so go ahead. Yeah, yeah oh oh no what were you gonna say remember when arwen okay. um in, in, in return of the king like uh this, I, something important happens and she drops her book in a very slow-mo uh, dramatic fashion in Return of the King. Yes. I do. And that book reminds yes, me I do. of it. I, I could see that. Yep. That was the day Arwen decided she needed a Kindle. That's Arwen's book. Okay. Yep. All right. So these last hands, this is an interesting one. So it's a hand holding a broken sword. And I don't think this is Narsil, which is the sword that that was used to uh-huh. cut the ring off Sauron's hand. That got we saw that get broken in Lord of the Rings. It was whole for the Second Age. Right. So this is presumably some other sword, but the the design of the cut seems kind of specifically done at that angle to evoke the image of Narsil. And the hilts cool. looks pretty similar to the sword that the dark armored hand had. So I don't know if this is like a hmm. new type of sword hilt design we're going to see a lot more of in this show but what, I like what do you think it. of this i like the the design i like the kind of the three kind of hooky things uh, around the sword yeah i mean it's if it's not narsal what is it doing here like why would you put a broken sword <laughs> on a poster like you know folk are going to think about that there is a famous broken sword from lord of the rings it's narsal yeah and, uh it's used to cut off the hand of sauron the arrow took it up and it broke so i took it up you know centuries later like that's the broken sword from Lord of the Rings. If it's not Narsil, yeah. I think they're trolling a little bit. What what if, you know, there's wherever this this is a first stage blade, it got broken. They're gonna fix it at the beginning of the second age and then break it again at the end. Or they invented a whole new broken crazy? sword. So we can have a broken sword thing to follow. Yep, that's true. They're gonna show up and give a sealed or this sword while he's camping before the final battle. <laughs> it's pretty though. Again, I I wouldn't mind having it. Yeah, I mean, the design, I want to say the design of this show looks so nice, but all we've seen are these That's posters true. and that it, it it looks like it's going yeah. to be gorgeous. And for the, the sheer amount of money that they're throwing at it, I'd be surprised if it was anything other than gorgeous. Um, I feel like I am kind of crapping on it a bunch, but the posters do look nice and the, 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 and the costume yeah. detail is there and the prop detail is there. So I probably should be a little less of a grumpy ghost about this because it does look very tailored, designed, interesting, colorful, grimy in the right ways, layered. You got the yeah. dirt and you got the cleanliness. You got the, the, you got the levels yeah. happening on. So actually, yeah, it looks good. It looks cool. I'm ready for a teaser and clearly they're ready to give me one. Yeah, so the teaser that's coming this weekend, right? 
mm-hmm. at the at Super the Bowl. Super Bowl potentially. Um, they Amazon posted. Uh, I think it was on Instagram saying teaser coming soon that they posted a teaser teaser to let us know there would be a teaser um of course they did. and they put it in elvish the the date <laughs> for the teaser which is like you're you're gonna earn points with the super fans that way Ooh, it's dorky up in here i'm down for it i'm ready <laughs> to see something because i mean the show's been coming a long long time so i'm ready yeah and they want to get it rolling quick there's a lot of folk on like the House of the Dragons and Game of Thrones sphere who are kind of like complaining a bit about like, why aren't there some more House of the Dragons stuff? Which I guess it's just like, because like Netflix released the Last Kingdom trailer, like not even a month or like exactly a month after before it happens. Amazon is releasing yeah. Lord of the Rings stuff fully almost a year before that happens. Uh, they go yep. at different paces, these things. I'm sure everything will come along in due time. But we already got a house. I feel like the, I feel that's like true. That's, we were forgetting. It, it's not quite fair for House of the Dragon because we got a teaser for that, if I remember right. And then we got like a full trailer and that was months ago. So are, are, I'll give are, are, them some Are you leeway. saying that people who are complaining are doing so irrationally and shouldn't be doing that? That's silly. I mean, I would never, I would never presume, but... All I'm saying is there might be a House of the Dragon trailer out there somewhere if you feel so inclined to look for it. Maybe we'll That's get something point. else soon. I think we can leave it there. Yeah, yeah. looking forward to it. Looks yeah. cool. So speaking of trailers, we, mm-hmm. you know, you just mentioned The Last Kingdom. We got that Ooh. one today. And to go along with that trailer, Netflix was so kind as to give us a release date for this show. So we know that the final season of The Last Kingdom is coming on March 9th. Uh, what do you think, Dan? Are you have are you a fan of The Last Kingdom? Have you watched I it? I am, yeah. I watched the whole thing. I enjoyed it. It, I mean, it's a good series. I like Bernard Cornwell. I've read a few of his books. Yeah. Um, the Warlord Chronicles, I, I like a lot. It's also been made into a TV series, by the way. Um, and yeah, Ooh, they're just nice. well done, kind of medieval political battle horse and axe and talking dramas. I think they're, it, it is a good, yeah. solid meat potatoes show. I don't think it's quite like enraptured me the way some other shows have, but I like it quite a bit and I'm glad they're yeah. getting to finish out strong and go out on their terms, you know, they, cause they've earned yeah, totally. it. Totally. Yeah. I mean, where this show didn't start on Netflix. Do you remember where it started? I, I do feel like it was like earned a, a solid ending slash Netflix um, co-production. I think it's at, at the start. I think BBC held gotcha. on the first two seasons. And then I think it was always on Netflix. It was just with, with the help of BBC and then BBC as it does. It's, le- it's not as interested in like long form TV shows It's more like get in and do a yeah. season, maybe come back in a few years, do another one. But Netflix wants, and then they took it over in the third season, I think to just kind of keep on keeping on um, with Got it. its own. That sounds vision. right. Yeah. And now here we are at the fifth and final season around the bend in yeah. uh, March. And so uh, just to clarify, this is the last season of the show, but mm-hmm. it is not the end of the series. So we yeah. we know that they're making a movie that comes after this called Seven Kings Must Die. And that yeah. started filming uh, 10 days ago. So they're oh, working cool. on that Recently. right now. Yeah. I will say, yeah, they're doing a good job of like kind of giving us content. Although I think there was something to be said for like, it comes out in a month and they only put out the trailer and the release date today. Yeah. Like, which is the Netflix way. Netflix just, again, Netflix is the one that throws things against the wall. If it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. They don't really do hype. Yeah. But, and I wish they would. I, 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 I wish they would like look at some of their shows and invest in them. Because I mean, Netflix, they totally. just like, we'll get another Squid Game sooner or later. It'll just blow up on its own, which like probably will happen. Yep. But it'd be cool if they did some more uh, promotion stuff. Yeah, I feel like the attitude is, well, we know that you are on Netflix every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we don't do really anything. need to convince you to check your Netflix. We just need to make sure when you log into Netflix, you see this is on now. Mm-hmm. except for stranger things that one they know now to do stuff for but that's the exception yeah i think the witcher is close to that too where they yes, they talk about it more ahead of time mm-hmm. but yeah i was surprised that we only got the the trailer and release date a month out i i'm not surprised that we're getting the show soon i'm just surprised they took so long to announce it because they finished filming like june of last year i think it's not it was one a while of golden shows for the non-golden yes. shows, silver and bronzes, they just kind of, you know, it's common. Like, we'll do a trailer, but we're not going to put much effort into it. Shall we watch the yep. trailer? What if it's good? Yeah, let's let's do it. It's Hit pretty it. intense. Okay. 
cool years, snowy scene. Snowy scene. England. England. 1490. I, I, no, it's not. It's like, it's like 800, 900 something. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, 900 by this what point. What century it is? Okay. It's the 10th century. It started in the 9th century. Now we're into the 10th. And uh, yeah, Uhtred. There are raiders. Brita's leading the raiders. And they're going after Uhtred now. So they, they were friends from the beginning. And I don't know what she did to his son there. But it doesn't look good. Ooh, I love that. Like a long form, which he likes to do in our comic, because in World War Chronicles 2, like there's... Yeah. you ever read the Warlord Chronicles by any chance? I haven't. I've read a couple of the Last Kingdom books. I haven't read Warlord Chronicles yet. They're really good. They, they also have like a guy and a girl who are childhood friends and they end up being enemies in the adulthood. It's actually kind of similar to this, but um, he does it well. And I like a long yeah. form thing like that, where like you trace the whole arc of a character through many, many years until people are bitter totally. enemies by the end. And yeah, it looks great. Yeah. It, 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 it's cool that they've kind of upped you know, season five, the big one, they know it's the end, so they can kind of go whole hog and really yeah. give us the spectacle that's, oh, burning thing. Armies, gotta love armies. Ooh. Thank you, Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, speaking of spectacle, uh, I love the shot of the armies fighting on the cliff and being forced off the cliff. It seems like fun. we're going to see them come back to Bebenburg, which has always been Uhtred's thing of reclaiming mm-hmm. Bebenburg. Um, so I, I haven't read that far in the books but I'm hopeful that, you know, the show will bring that full circle because that's kind of what it looks like. Uh, it, King it Edward's now a man instead of a kind of whiny kid. <laughs> so may, maybe he can do some competent stuff this season. I just like saying, bah, bah, bah. I think it's very fun to say how Uhtred says it. Yeah. Yeah. Uhtred, he's got an awesome accent. I don't know what kind of accent that is. Yeah, I'm not going I'm, 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 I'm to try and venture either. There are so many things in England. As Julie <laughs> says, she's she's looking forward to The Last Kingdom. Fantastic. Looks good. I yeah, agree. It does, right? It does. It really does. Um, I'm sorry that show never caught on in a huge way. You know, I'm sorry it never caught absolute fire the way like a Stranger Things yeah. or a Game of Thrones or even a Vikings did. For whatever reason, yep. it has its very, very loyal, intense fans. And it's clearly popular enough to get five seasons in a movie, but it never quite yeah. like penetrated. Like it was never talked about on morning news shows, which would have been nice. But I'm totally. very glad. It's, it, it, I'm plenty glad that it's getting to finish out strong, and I'm sure it will finish out strong because they have a pretty good reputation. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's one of those shows. I'm gonna I'm gonna compare it. I don't think it's quite on the level, but the way it's kind of being an under the radar hit makes me think of Black Sails, which is my I'll, yeah. I'll die on this mountain of Black <laughs> Sails was my favorite show of the past decade, but it didn't get a ton of hype. You like Black um, I feel like The Last Kingdom similar where it's like it ha- maybe it hasn't been mind blowing the whole run, but it's been solid. Like, I can't think of a bad stretch mm-hmm. the show ever had. Um, no, it really hasn't. And yeah. But- yeah, that's, for, that's a good comparison too. Like both period dramas. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both beloved and both well made, but just totally. never quite found that. Like Rome's another one from like HBO that uh, Rome series, yeah. but ancient Rome was like popular, influential, but just never quite hit it gigantic. But yes. there's just one more TV show to put in your binge list if you haven't already, because it is uh, some good uh, stuff. Yeah, totally. It's definitely good if you, you know, if you miss the middle, medieval politicking and kind of backstabbing of Game of Thrones, it's got that pretty, pretty well. For me, it's this and Succession are the two like Game of Thrones methadone nice. shows. Once yeah, I could the best. see that. I, I still Dragons, need to watch Succession. I recommend it, man. It's solid stuff. But um, I'm going to get what there. What else are you I'm, watching, though? Yeah. Well, uh, the big thing that I watched today that I feel like we we've got to talk about because the finale came out today is the book of Boba Fett. Did you get a chance Yay. to watch the finale? I did, yet? Yeah. I watched it over lunch. I watched it when I was kind of doing stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, and by the way, not just us, what are you all watching out there too? Feel free to sound off. Um, yes. I watched the finale book of Boba Fett and I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it was, I liked it. Yeah. Um, now the show Fair. is the entirety is before us. I can look back on the whole thing and kind of say, even though it was competent, I don't still don't quite know why it existed. Like when the best things about it had nothing to do with Boba Fett. Like my favorite bit of this episode was when the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda reunited, 
when they were kind of, of course riding Amy Sedaris's little robot rickshaw thing. And I thought yeah. they should have shot the moment out more, honestly. Like I thought it that would happen too quickly. I would have liked like a proper like um reunion scene where they look at each other from across a thing and then run to each other through a fl- field of flowers. Uh, it kind of happened very fast, <laughs> but it was still very yeah. effective. It just didn't have anything totally. to do with, with, with Boba Fett. And they get the last word, like as they kind of speed That's off ex- in their spaceship. And it's, yes. it was adorable because Baby Yoda's adorable and really cool. And I, 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 do, I do like seeing him. I like seeing him when he goes, yeah, Aah! who doesn't? Like, uh, nobody, <laughs> nobody doesn't. Everybody loves Baby Yoda. Um, and it was yeah. it was fun to watch him. But just this show is called Book Boba Fett. OK. OK. Also, first of all, where's the book? Where's that book? It was everybody booking the show. I feel very cheated about that. And the second thing is That's just fair. Boba Fett just wasn't very interesting. I mean, he, even in this one, like it ended, he's walking the street and they couldn't wait to show us the characters who are I- interesting out there in space. And I just yeah. don't know why those episodes weren't, why wasn't the Mandalorian season three and why they were in this show at all. And um, it's, it's a solid B minus C plus of a show, but I don't think it needed to be. Yeah, I, I'm kind of a, of the same opinion. So like I I am a huge Star Wars fan. I've loved mm-hmm. it ever since Good. I was little. I I haven't seen the Clone Wars, which I guess yeah, for right. some people would make me not a huge Star Wars fan. It's what it is. You're fine. Um, I'm glad out there. But it, yeah, so the Book of Boba Fett, it really did feel like the Mandalorian season 2.5 a little bit because mm-hmm. he came in yes. basically halfway through the season and then was basically almost the focus of the entire last half of the season um he had two whole episodes that were just him and then he some of the best parts of this finale were about him i loved boba fett riding the rancor um i I think i said when it started if he doesn't ride you know chekhov's rancor in this episode that we saw earlier in in the series i was going to be upset so that was cool there was cool stuff i felt like stuff yes it it relied a little too heavily on the fan service for me, which is which has kind of always been the issue. Um, I think the Star Wars shows are that's becoming more and more the issue. So Cad Bane is really cool. I loved Cad Bane. I'm not familiar with Clone Wars. I know they have a history where he, I guess Cad Bane was a mentor to young Boba Fett or what and have you. this is you. like the alien blue-faced gunslinger man with no name, Clint yes. Eastwood space extraterrestrial guy. Yes. that That's the one. Yeah. So from what I read, Cad Bane mentored him and they had a falling out. Um, right. I wish... So the show brought it back around to that. I feel like for the super fans, that's fantastic. They're probably super excited about that. Mm-hmm. For me, as someone who didn't know Cad Bane... I still would have loved it if they had put like two or three more lines in letting us know that they knew each other before they were facing each other. Like it's stuff like that, where it's like just a little bit of ironing out would have made a huge difference. Cause there was a point where Boba Fett said his name and I was like, how does he know his name? He hasn't said it. And no one is asking Boba Fett how he knows his name. Why have, why didn't we talk about this? So yeah, I, I enjoyed the book of Boba Fett. I'm glad, I'm glad it exists but I can totally see the point of why wasn't this just more Mandalorian? Cause it seems like even Disney knew that's kind of what we all wanted. Yes, they did. And, 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 and they put it in there and I even resent a little bit being made to watch this. Cause I mean, like I couldn't have just watched <laughs> the, the Mandalorian season three and I would have been a little lost because the one last they left, Pippi oh, was going wow. away and yeah, now good they're back together. And I imagine season three would just start with them back together. And I would not have, if I just tuned into that, I, it would have been confusing because they're making you oh, man. more play than I've seen before, making you watch this so you can catch up on the show you actually want to watch, which I think is a little underhanded. I liked Cad yeah, Bane, you like know, the kind of voice and the look. I thought he was yeah. effectively drawn. But yeah, that was weird. And he's like, eh, well, well, I haven't seen you in a long time. Like, you know each other. This is like walking in on act three. We haven't seen act ones and two. It was a little weird. Yeah. And I'm okay not seeing act one and two, but let us know there was an act one and two. Before sure. that moment, and it just would have made it more effective. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I didn't even think about your point about that. Now you have to watch this because they Absolutely covered have to. They yeah. basically covered the the most major plot point of the Mandalorians last season, which is that him and Baby Yoda split up. They address that here, and I totally agree. I wish there was some way for them to take more time for reuniting them. And that's the kind of thing where it's like, 
if it was their own show, I'm sure they would have. But because they're a subplot of this show, they did, you know, they did it quick and dirty, even though it was still some of my favorite moments of of the entire season. They were good. Like I enjoyed seeing Baby Yoda again. I enjoyed seeing Lift Frogs. I enjoyed seeing him uh, just cuddle the dude and crush robots. And um, yeah, he was great. But yeah, it's 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 an it's a weird it's a strange strategy. And I mean, I know what they want to do. They want us. They don't just want us to like one show. They want us to like and be addicted to a whole network of shows. So we keep our eyes glued to Disney Plus. Is I think the strategy behind it. And I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah, I I am inclined to agree. I, I think, you know, I don't know that it's the best way to go about it. That that's also kind of why I think they didn't explain Cad Bane more was so that now people will be like, who's this dude? I guess I'll go watch Clone Wars, um, which is all on (laughs) Disney Plus. But I feel like the flip side of that is just make a bunch of really good shows. Like, don't make it so we have to watch them all. Make it so we want to watch them all. Mm -hmm. Great. I Um, think that would be excellent. By the way, Julie is watching Australian Survivor, which has... um, Julie, who is your Sandra? Sandra Bullock? Is she in the cast? That'd be great. I love her. <laughs> I'd I'd watch it if she was in the cast. Sandra Bullock so. on Australian Survivor. She's not Australian, so I don't know how that would work. But I would tune in to find out. Um, yeah, so the, the last thing I want to say about Book of Boba Fett, and then I want to hear mm-hmm. your your final word on this show. Hit me, Mark Hamill. Ooh, right. Was it was it kind of in the episode before this? Except he wasn't really. So I Luke Skywalker was Mark Hamill. Yeah, Luke Skywalker was. But Mark Hamill was not involved at all in the production. It's what I, I think technologically it was amazing and I really liked it. It but was really good. At the same time, like how like does he get paid for them to use his likeness? Like I there's something about that that just rubs me the wrong way that they can put him in and he doesn't even have to be in like that's a little <laughs> weird to me. I mean it's a little weird, but it's probably the future. I mean, I have no idea if he gets paid. I yeah. imagine he gets paid, but I I I don't know. I hope so. I would guess. Like you, you, you'd figure. There's no. I mean, like there's laws around likenesses. Around, um, it's yeah. been so long. Around the, there are words I could use right now that I've forgotten that um, pertain to <laughs> whether you can write a publicity. I think what, I want to say that's what it is. Um, whether you can like use somebody's likeness and yeah. something without permission. You need the permission. You, 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 and there's probably a license thing involved with that. It is. I mean, I just wonder how close we are to a show completely like a live action show completely made up of digital recreations of people with like real actors kind of rotoscoped over other people they could just like make a new original trilogy movie with you know han leia and luke technically yeah if they really wanted to and the mandalorian is kind of going toward that because i mean we like the main character wears a helmet the whole time and he's like not doesn't necessarily have to be a person either he he, i mean i know it's Pedro pascal but i mean look if they just had someone else in that suit and didn't tell us we wouldn't know uh so i wonder if they're driving toward that if that's like a long-term plan it would just be a beautiful business model right like no actors to deal with I mean, you'd have actors, I guess, to deal with, but uh, not yeah. in the way that you usually do. But, you wouldn't get up a trailer. Yeah. And just C- a, um, Cynical me says you could pay lower, lower paid actors to be body doubles. Who would be our celebrities? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it was interesting. And I'm sure he got paid, but um, I, I don't know. So there's, I'd like to. Well, can I have his Twitter yeah. feed? Maybe we'll reach out to him. Mark Hamill, did you get yeah. paid for your sort of appearance in The Book of Boba Fett? We want to know. Please come on our yeah. podcast or just like, we want to know. Just add us at, add us at Wicknet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So your final word, B minus C plus. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was all right. I didn't hate it. It was fine. Yeah. But what else have you been watching, Dan? Anything good? Well, as Julie tells us, America's Sandra won America Survivor two times. I've never watched, you know what, Julie? I've never ah. watched Survivor even once. Do you ever watch Survivor, Daniel? I never got into it. Uh, you know, I've seen like an episode or two at times. I've never like really followed a season though. Gotcha. And it's not, are, are we Bullock. missing out Julie? Yeah. Are we? Should I? I mean, yeah, I, I just kind of, um, my reality trash is RuPaul's Drag Race. That's that, that's my reality show that I, that, that I watch the rest. I just kind of all passed. That's by. fair. Other than that, I'm still, wa- I, I, I'm watching shows that, um, I'm still, I'm trying to watch Peacemaker. I'm watching, nice. uh, the Vox Machina show. Um, I'm also, I'm enjoying 
both Vox Machina and the Gilded Age, I am enjoying, even though I know I shouldn't enjoy as much as I do, but they're <laughs> both fun. Yeah. Ugh, the Gilded Age is just this. It's it's expensive soap opera trash, but I'm like, what happens to Lady Pennyfeather? I have to know. Like, it, it's still very effective. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So I I caught up on Peacemaker. I also, speaking of things that are effective, uh, I started Raised by Wolves on yeah, HBO. What is that this like? Is, it's... Oh man, it's the most Ridley Scott thing I've ever seen. That that mm. that's how I'm gonna put this. It's very weird. It's like striking future sci-fi where the graphics are are very the graphics are very striking and very um statement-y. Like you can see okay. the, the main android there, mother. Her name is Mother, because mother. this is a little on the nose, this show, and she is raising <laughs> a bunch of children. Um, and she's got like this silver skin suit. Um, so that it gives a pretty good idea mm-hmm. of the graphic aesthetic of this show. And basically the, the premise is late in the future. There was this war on earth between atheists and <laughs> hyper religious people who I, I don't remember their name, but it, it was basically Ridley Scott's excuse to have androids and crusaders in the same show. And they like wear white armor with like a sunburst on it, like tabards and stuff. Like they look like space like crusaders that who does sound pretty ridley scott that does sound very it, um kingdom of heaven yeah yeah it really like the androids like they have like white blood fluid it's very similar to alien um oh, so it's not bad uh it's a weird show it's a little on the nose with the whole like science versus atheism sure. which i think is really easy to to have happen when you're you know having like hyper future christians who took over the world basically i think that's a really easy thing to fall into is making it on the nose yeah i mean um any show that's kind of like has a message to convey to you uh can fall into the trap of like just kind of insisting on itself a bit are you enjoying it because i mean like i see the trailer and i'm like that looks bold like it doesn't look like boring yeah i would say that that's the case it is bold it's not boring it can be shockingly gory at times. It goes Ooh, from being funny. not gory at all to just like shockingly gory. But yeah, I'm going to keep watching it. I want to know what's going to happen and where it's going. I'm oh. not totally sold on it, uh, but I'm sold enough that it, I I want to see what his vision is for this show. Um, it kind of feels like the project he's been wanting to make because like the last Alien movie kind of felt like he'd just rather be making an Android thing. So now he is. Was that Prometheus or was there another one with that, uh, that I forgot? It was the one after Prometheus. Prometheus falls into this category too. So the one after <laughs> that was a sequel to Prometheus that was called Alien Covenant. And it was basically, yeah, it. yeah it was skippable, but it kind of <laughs> felt like it was Ridley Scott's excuse to have Michael Fassbender as an android have a scene where he's two, playing against himself as two separate characters. Gotcha. Um, so... Yeah, this feels like the thing he's really wanted to be making. And and it's pretty decent. Cool. I'm glad he's out there. I mean, and again, I, I'm glad that HBO is is, is spending money on like a, just a wild original, like a totally. high minded, high concept, allegorical vision of a bizarre sci fi show. I think that's cool. Um, it, it, yep. it does seem like a bit hard as well. Like Julie says that she tried to watch it, couldn't get into it, which I, you know, I, I, I totally that, fair. That, that, that sounds about right. Um, but yeah, I like that I've heard that there. from and a few I'll, people. And perhaps if I get around to it, I'll watch it. It's not like on the top of my list, though. But maybe we'll see. I kind of made you watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I was intrigued though. I love, I love Ridley Scott. Alien was one of my first sci-fi a- adult oh, yeah. sci-fi movies, so I wanted to know what it was about. But yeah, and Travis Fimmel, uh, Ragnar from Vikings, mm-hmm. is in it. He's fantastic. He- he's one of the best parts of the show. Nice. He is a talented man. He's got a cool backstory that I won't spoil. Everyone wanted him to play a Damon Targaryen in House of the Dragon, and uh, but he, Ooh. but he didn't. It's Matt Smith instead. I, you was know, like the I, fan cast. Yeah, I could see him being a great Targaryen on the edge of crazy. I feel like he'd be <laughs> so good at that. Next spinoff. Yeah. Right. Aegon the Conqueror. There you go. Something like that. Or one of the Duncan Egg Targaryens who are a little more uh, 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 down to earth. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Baylor Breakspear. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, uh, shall we All move right. on to our shall final lightning segment? Round? The lightning round. Yeah. <laughs> lightning round. 30 lightning seconds. Round. We will not stray. 20 seconds. Past the button. 20 seconds. All right. We did run a little long. So. No. 
it's always 20 seconds. Did you think we're 30 seconds? Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it 20 seconds? Yeah. All right. I guess that's that's why I go long so often is because I thought it was You're 30. even there you um, go. There's, there's the problem. effective at your. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Um, who shall go right. first? Do you want to ask me or should I ask you? Uh, this, this one's for I'm going to ask you. This, okay. this one's for you because okay. I think you wrote about this and I want to know I what I, I want to know the deets. So Game of Thrones news. The Winterfell set from Game of Thrones was set on fire. I don't even know the deets. Honestly, it happened. There's video of it. I mean, probably a controlled burn. This is this is big Winterfell set at Money Glass in Northern Ireland. And it's just standing there, you know, sets aren't built to last forever. Eventually they get rid of them. Like it's just a big thing on the landscape. Um, I think there was plans to turn it into some kind of museum at some point, but it must've been scrapped because it went up in like a spark and it's gone now. But the museum. <laughs> and it's gone now. Yeah. It's gone get, now. That's the end note. What about it's a this, sad Daniel? Day. It's a sad day. Okay. Like that. Okay. Uh, the Wheel that's of Time, that, that, that Amazon program. Uh, was the most in-demand show of 2021 in the U.S. All right. Well, The Wheel of Time, Amazon's self-described redheaded stepchild of a fantasy show compared (laughs) to Lord of the Rings. Um, Yeah, I'm not surprised that it was the most in-demand show of 2021 in the U.S. It has a huge built-in fan base. Um, It's one of the most influential fantasy book series of all time. So no surprise there. We've been waiting a long time. The merciless buzzer. All right. Hit me. The merciless buzzer. Catherine Zeta-Jones joins the National Treasure Show on Disney+. Plus. The National Treasure Show. So Disney is uh, lining up all these kind of fit-for-all-ages TV shows, like a Goosebump show. There's a National Show based on the movies where Nicolas Cage goes around stealing documents, whatever. And um, I don't think I'll really watch unless one blows up, but I like Catherine Zeta-Jones, and I'm glad Disney is getting its stuff ready for the tweens. Perfect. Couldn't have gone better. All right, yeah, Daniel. Fair. Oh, no. Uh, the Expanse <laughs> star, Shorey Agdashlu, has been cast uh, in the Renfield movie where Nicolas Cage, the devil, plays Dracula. Yeah. So I think that the more I hear about this Renfield movie, which sounds real ridiculous, it's being produced by Robert Kirkman uh, from The Walking Dead. It's being written by a Rick and Morty writer. Um it it sounds like a comedy and Agdashlu is playing a gangster in it. Um, and it's about, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. This is hard. Okay. Here's a, here's a, it is. Okay. Dune, the, the Denny Villeneuve adaptation Close. of Dune scored 10 Oscar nominations, including for best picture. How do you yeah, see the Oscar noms came out? Um, we can talk more about them, but I don't know. It's like the Oscars. I, I'm not, I don't care that much. Uh, that's cool that, that, that Dune got it. Although Danny Villeneuve didn't get nominated for best director, which is a little odd. Um, and like nothing, almost nothing for no way home, which is also a little weird. I mean, it's not weird. That's actually pretty consistent, but I feel like they should have done it for like possible bone. West side story for the win. <laughs> nice. God, it was so, so good. I'm going to see it again. All right. Um, Was it? I, I haven't seen it yet. We have to change this one. The oh, yeah. Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi show is coming out on a date, which is? Yeah, it's May 25th. May it was 25th. announced li- literally as we were getting ready for this show that, that Obi-Wan Kenobi is premiering on Disney Plus May 25th. Uh, Disney Plus execs were accidentally spoiling the release window earlier this week. And yeah, it doesn't surprise anyone. Um, they have a book and a comic for Obi-Wan coming out that same month. I feel like the buzzer is being mean to you. I feel like it's cutting you off more than it is me. Maybe that 30, 20 seconds thing has thrown you um, and got it cut into your head. It's definitely, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm not in the 20 second headspace. I need, <laughs> I need to go home, think on this, mentally prepare for next time. All right. All right. Uh, th- the CW officially mm-hmm. orders a supernatural spinoff show. Yeah, called uh, The Winchesters, I think. It's about Sam and Dean Winchester's parents. This was fun because this was the one that, like, uh, the one actor, Jensen Eccles, like, apparently is doing without telling the other actor, Jaren Padalecki, and there was a whole, like, a, yeah. a, a very minor internet, very minor internet drama. Um, it's It seems soon, but I guess it was on 15 years. Close enough. All right. Yeah. And uh, finally, Daniel, 
There's okay. maybe photoshopped images, maybe not of Tom Cruise playing a Iron Man Tony Stark variant on the set of Doctor Strange 2. Is it real or is it fake? Uh we can't say if it's real or if it's fake, but what we will say is that a lot of the leaks for No Way Home ended That's up true. being real. Um, and Tony, uh, Tom Cruise as a variant Tony Stark sounds kind of ridiculous, and I wouldn't mind seeing it. It'd be fun. It would be, be fun. I would say that too. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And Take that uh, buzzer. And, and, and that's under, well <laughs> under it. We can do this. Whew. Although, you know, you know what's going to be fun? What's going to be fun for the future is the game has to be, we don't, we don't want to go long. We don't want to go short. We want to get our answers exactly 20 seconds. That can be Ooh, our fun new challenge. Okay. I like it. I, I mean, I went over, I almost went over on three out of my four today. So, but it yeah, happens. I'm down for more challenges. Sure. Like that's like where we'll get in a year, maybe. Like that's the ultimate goal to get like an internal clock that is just, perfect but um you know I like that's it. a process that's you need goals in life it's important to like uh, have things to shoot for um and this yeah, is true. ours and we yeah. also have to see julie all says of you. we didn't do bad thanks julie thank you julie thank you for humoring us um she also pukes over tom cruise um <laughs> which we can that's fair we can dissect next time perhaps on take the black yeah take the black live which we stream live every wednesday at 4 p.m central standard time on the Winter Screen Facebook page, Winter Screen YouTube page. We are also available in podcast form, Google Play, iTunes, wherever podcasts are available. Thanks so much for tuning in and have a lovely night. Bye, everybody. Take care, everyone. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.